This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up, everyone? My name is Russell, and what time is it? It is Hero Time, in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, the Suicide Squad trailer has finally been released in all of its glory. Ghost of Tsushima is another game that will be made into a movie by the director of John Wick. George R.R. Martin signed a five-year deal with HBO, and a new DC fan movement has been trending worldwide on Twitter. But first up in our top story, coming from the folks of IGN, Warner Brothers has officially released the first Red Band trailer for The Suicide Squad, James Gunn's forthcoming DCEU film. The first trailer for the movie offers fans a closer look at the MA15 Plus rated blockbuster, which is coming from the horribly beautiful mind of Gunn. The action-packed footage shows DC's ragtag group of degenerate delinquents teaming up for a crazy search-and-destroy mission on the island of Corto Montes, after joining forces with the super-secret, super-shady Task Force X. The supervillain squad is comprised of Bloodsport, Peacemaker, Captain Boomerang, Ratcatcher 2, Savant, King Shark, Blackguard, Javelin, and everyone's favorite psycho, Harley Quinn. Though it's unclear how many of these characters will survive the big screen comic caper, as Gunn was given carte blanche to kill off any Suicide Squad members if he wanted to, even the major players. We even see them fighting a giant kaiju starfish in the trailer. Gunn also announced the arrival date of the trailer in a tweet on Thursday, alongside a fresh poster for his upcoming standalone sequel. A new batch of individual characters posters dropped on Friday, showing Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang, Idris Elba as Bloodsport, Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flagg, John Cena as Peacemaker, and many more in the star-studded ensemble. In a tweet last month, Gunn confirmed that the film was fully finished and ready to be released. The Suicide Squad is fully finished and cut and made every single choice and Warner Brothers never once even slightly interfered, he wrote. They gave very few notes. They were usually good and minor and I took them if I wanted to and if didn't if I didn't want to. Warner's was creatively amazing. The Suicide Squad will hit cinemas and HBO Max simultaneously on August. Gunn also writes and directs a Suicide Squad TV spin-off starring John Cena's character Peacemaker, together with Nook Lee as Judah Master, Steve Agee as John Economos, Daniel Brooks as Leota Adebayo, Robert Patrick as Augie Smith, Jennifer Holland as Emilia Harcourt, and Chris Conrad as Vigilante slash Adrian Chase. The Peacemaker series is set to be released on HBO Max in January next year. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that Sony Pictures and PlayStation Productions are developing a film adaptation of Ghost of Tsushima with John Wick director Jack Stahelski attached to helm. 
According to a new report from Deadline, Stahelski will work alongside producers Alex Young and Jason Spitz with their company 8711 Entertainment. Peter Kang of game developer Sucker Punch Productions will oversee the project on behalf of the studio, which will serve as executive producers. The film is set to adapt Ghost of Tsushima's story, which follows the journey of samurai warrior Jin Sakai as he fights for the freedom of the Isle of Tsushima. We're excited to be partnering with Chad and 8711 Entertainment to bring their vision of Jin's story to the big screen, said Asad Kizilbash, head of PlayStation Productions. We love working with creative partners like Chad who have a passion for our games and ensuring we can create rich adaptations that will excite our fans and new audiences. Stahelski has been a long-term helmer of the John Wick series of highly popular action movies and is set to return for the upcoming John Wick 4, currently aiming for a 2022 release. It's currently unclear how far into development the Ghost of Tsushima movie is and so there is no date yet confirmed for shooting or release. Ghost of Tsushima itself is heavily influenced by samurai movies, particularly the classic Japanese Kurosawa films. Even so, far as the game including a black and white mode to emulate the visuals of those movies. It will be interesting to see if the movie adaptation pulls from the same inspiration points or travels its own path. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that HBO is staying in the George R.R. R. Martin business. The Game of Thrones writer has signed an overall deal to develop original programming for the network and its streaming service, HBO Max, per The Hollywood Reporter. The contract spans five years and is worth mid-eight figures. The deal represents an effort from HBO to continue the momentum of Game of Thrones, the network's most popular and most award-winning series of all time. Though it's unclear how many, if any, of Martin's projects will be connected to Game of Thrones. HBO has positioned the writer in a leading creative role to create more original content and help expand network's streaming foothold through HBO Max. Before this deal, George R.R. Martin already had other television series in the works at HBO, executive producing adaptations of Ninet Okurafor's post-apocalyptic novel, Who Fears Death, and Roger Solansky's fantasy novel, Roadmarks. Martin's also connected to the projects outside of HBO. Peacock, which is NBC's streaming service, is working on wild cards based on a series of novels written by Martin and others. The authors In the Lost Lands, a collection of fantasy adventure short stories, is being developed as a feature film with Paul W.S. Anderson attached to direct and Mila Jovovich and Dave Bautista set to star. On top of that, Martin has stated that he hopes to finish The Winds of Winter sometime by the end of this year. The news comes one week after HBO confirmed its plans to develop three new Game of Thrones spin-offs. The first has the working title 
10,000 ships and follows House Martel ancestor Princess Nymeria during the events set a millennium before the events of Game of Thrones. The second takes place in Fleabottom, the slum district of King's Landing that was featured in the first four seasons of Game of Thrones. The final project is being developed by Rome creator Bruno Heller under the working title Nine Voyages. It will follow Lord Corley's Valerian, also known as the Sea Snake. In addition to those three new projects, there is plenty of Game of Thrones content already in the hopper at HBO, including two working projects and one greenlit series. House of the Dragon is set to begin filming next month, eyeing a premiere sometime in 2022. The final reports of the day, reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN, states that after the release of Zack Snyder's Justice League, DC fans are backing a new social media campaign to hashtag Restore the Snyderverse. Discussing film announced that the hashtag to Restore the Snyderverse hit a major milestone when it was spotted trending worldwide with over 1 million tweets calling for Warner Brothers to allow Snyder to finish his DC Extended Universe plan. More Snyderverse supporters joined the movement in the aftermath of Zack Snyder's Justice League, which debuted on HBO Max, Foxtel, and Binge on March 18, 2021. The Snyder Cut itself was released after a legion of fans coalesced into an online collective that, ultimately, a major motion picture studio could not ignore, resulting in part with the studio giving them exactly what they demanded by greenlighting Snyder's version of Justice League, the movie he began, which Joss Whedon finished after Snyder left the project. As many DC fans already know, the planned Justice League trilogy is no longer happening. Even though the newly released Snyder Cut ends on a massive cliffhanger, Snyder has already explained why the film sets up a direct sequel that is now not likely to happen, despite having ideas on how the potential trilogy could have ended with a shock new superhero and much, much more. Plot rumors about Snyder's Justice League 2 has circulated for years with Kevin Smith claiming the sequel would have seen the superheroes traveling to Apocalypse to confront Darkseid. There was even chatter the second film would have ended on a downbeat note in the vein of Empire Strikes Back, while a third and final film would have been the final end battle between the Justice League and Darkseid. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week while I keep you updated on all the pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time for all the pop culture news I post every day of the week. And if you want to catch up on today's episode, listen it to again on Phoenix Radio Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Wooshka. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the programs you love, keep it right to phoenixradio.com.au. Have a good day, everyone. Bye-bye.